So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media. Source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with Jun Solano and Andy Mattioli. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the official post-Fiorentina. No, I'm just joking. The official Roma Sevilla Europa League final preview. Andy, we're, we're, we're not spending more than 10 seconds on uh, Fiorentina Roma, right? You just, said, you just said the name of Fiorentina and I think that's about it. Like that's... That's our segment, folks. Thank you very much for listening. Right. If you want to support the show, go on <laughs> Patreon slash Roma Press and you can get all the goodies. Thank who, you. Who, who um, again, speaking of the patrons, what a, what a group of, uh, this is how I know you are a Roma supporter. And this is why I do feel better about my, my very poor mental health situation. Even when I convince myself that a match doesn't matter, you still go inside that group and everybody is freaking out uh, about a match that is very inconsequential, uh, involving two teams that are going to be in European finals in the midweek, and the amount of effort should be uh, at zero. Uh, Andy, the unfortunate thing, at least in, in that particular match, was uh, Roma did the effort in the first half and then Fiorentina did it in the second half. I still think that Roma should have... Uh, should have won, uh, given given all things, but uh, yeah, the final, the the two goals in the final five minutes, the, you know, the the icing on the cake, uh, typical metaphor for Roma. But I'm I I am not going to spend any time on that. It's not worth it. Um, the only the I mean the only time you can spend on this match is to question whether it can the way you you conceded those two late goals can have an impact can carry over to the final on wednesday you know some people oh, may gosh. say this is not the ideal uh way of entering a european final and you know honestly i would agree with you you never want to see roma lead the match for over 80 minutes and then boom you know within like three minutes can see two goals a team that prides itself on defensive stability and organization to concede so poorly to a team like fiorentina that are also not excellent um you know obviously for me it's the matter is simple and we've seen it with roma roma anytime they've had an important european appointment um most of the time they they failed in uh, in 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 the league um right before leading up to an important match in, in mm. europe so this is almost feels like yeah you know business as usual for roma dropping points in the league um right before a big european match okay well I, I was trying not to think of it that way, but now I I, I feel as if you you throw a bit of uh, water on the uh, confidence I I was feeling coming into this. Now, 
finals and that everybody who watches football knows this, Andy, that a final is a very particular match. In my opinion, generally, generally, most of the time, uh, no matter no matter how large or how small a gap in quality between two teams may be, when it comes down to one match, uh, whether it is in the league, Europe, uh, uh, Coppa Italia, the gap, as opposed to a two-legged, a two-legged tie versus a final, a one-off, in my opinion, and I think we have generally seen, regardless of what you think of the the golf and quality between Roma, Sevilla, whether you think it is large, small, nothing between them. I always am of the belief that in a final, a one-off match, anything can happen, and the gap in quality, it, it, it shrinks because it comes down to particular episodes, which way they go, one way or the other. That's why finals are, are so exciting. No matter, no matter what you think, uh, anything can happen. Now, whether uh, we go back to recent history or if we look at, I, I don't even know if we would consider this uh, recent history, but but I have been stuck in a, in a loop of watching uh, Jose Mourinho's teams in Europe uh, and reliving some of the finals, uh, Porto, Inter, so on and so forth. And it always seems to me that the way he approaches these matches is somewhat similar. Now, obviously, if we look at the, you know, one to zero by Leverkusen, uh, if we go, I always uh, return to the, the Inter Bayern match. Uh, that was a, a pretty, obviously not in an individual quality, but if you look at the final data, uh, you know, like Bayern had uh, like 95% of the possession, um, it seems like he he is somewhat consistent in the approach. We're going to be compact. We're going to be defensively sound. We we are going to uh, allow the other team to have the ball, force them to make mistakes, and we will try to punish them when they do so. That is how I expect Roma to play. I don't know if you disagree. Uh, Ahead of Bayer, you you said this is going, or the second leg at least, you said this is going to be shithousery. You warned everybody, and that is what it was. Uh, I love it, personally. Um, but again, finals, it's a one-off, one very particular. Um, it, it, it's too easy to say. I, I think they're going to play similar to how they did against Feyenoord uh, in, in Tirana last year. Uh, but I'm going to take the ease route and say they're going to play similar to how they played against Feyenoord in Tirana last year because I, they're not going to change uh, change this recipe that has gotten them to this point, right? I mean, we we expect what we all uh, believe is probably going to happen and play out, right? Uh, we're not going to just see Roma uh, wanting, uh, you know, 85% of the possession in this one, yeah? I, I mean... No, no, and no, no. The the important thing is to see a Roma team that uh, it remains compact the way we know they can remain compact. Uh, a Roma team that doesn't let the moment overwhelm them. You know, still, this is a, it's a European final. It's something big. It's not. 
part of me wants to treat this as wow you know we since we have this pedigree now this is our second consecutive european final you know oh, the players hell. should approach it pedigree like, oh my god yeah you, you want you to know, you're doing we, no, the, no, no. the the, the I'm, purge I'm not, already i'm not i'm not doing the purge because i i'm i'm actually making a point where uh, i would like to believe that i would like the players to approach it that way but i also want you know the focus to and and the confidence uh, to remain quite stable. I don't want the team to be overconfident and think, oh, you know, since we won last year on this stage, more or less, uh, we can do this again and and you know go into this game and get smashed because that's that can also happen. You know, you you take too many risks. You 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 you're feeling too good about yourself, and boom, you know, you you get humiliated very easily on this stage um so it's going to be important i think for roma not to not to get distracted uh probably wait for sevilla to come at you first read them a little bit um sevilla are coming off two wonderful months where basically they i mean they they were saved from relegation by yes. by this uh, yes. by this coaching change and uh, it seemed like you know the the start to this season was so disastrous for Sevilla between two coaches that couldn't understand what the hell was happening. And uh, Monchi didn't know what the hell was happening. And Monchi was being called to to mediate between the players and the fans. And it, it seemed like it was a disaster. And Sevilla were bound to Segunda División. And now they are in the European final. So they turned the ship around. And perhaps these are not the same players that won the 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 Europa League in 2014, 16, and 20. But these are players that have the awareness that they are a club that prides itself on being, you know, sort of the, the club that you associate the Europa League with. So they will play with confidence. We know that. And um and and it's 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 clear that they will come at you with everything they had. They rested a lot of players against Real Madrid. They uh they recovered some other players that are important to them and and to the way they play. They added some depth. So it, it's you know, for me, I would love to sit here and say, well, I expect Roma to go into this final and and uh, and absolutely know what they're what they're gonna do, but finals are finals. Like these are the lights are super bright. <laughs> Roma have been into one European final. Okay, right. the fact that they won in Tirana doesn't mean that um, that it will be the same way in in budapest it doesn't mean that the match will unfold in a similar manner to budapest i would like to hope that it will unfold in a similar manner where roma don't take too many risks and actually get one episode right you know they they um they make one play count and they score on that play and that's it match finito you know and we go home triumphant that's awesome i would love that to happen Ten more times. If I if somebody asks me, you know, like, how do you want to win? That's the way I want to win. I want to win the way we won against Feyenoord in, in Tirana. But uh, different, different opponent, different stage, different competition, different Roma. You know, believe it or not, it's a different Roma. We are, we have some question marks. We have the question mark whether Paulo Dybala will be able to contribute at all. We'll have the question mark of is Roger Ibanez. 
ready, you know, can can he um, get out of his Serie A slump and revert back to his uh, European brilliance? Um, or do you take a chance on Diego Llorente? Um, El Sharawi, is he good to start? Is he, is he 100%? Belotti, Abraham, what can they offer you? You know, w- w- Bove or Vinaldo? Who gets to start? Do you rely on Vinaldum's experience and veteran status? Or do you reward Bove, who has been very, very good over these last couple of weeks, and uh, and you give him a chance on the big stage? That, th- these are all questions that you didn't have last year. Well, what would um, you do? What, what would you do? Let, let, let's just do that. Let's go down to yeah, who would well, you pick for the team? Uh, because I, I mean... <laughs> Really, you know, in terms of uh, question marks, uh, I, I think there's only a few mysteries. Now, I, I have, I think I said last week, uh, I thought Jose Mourinho was playing very, 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 very coy on Paulo Dybala. Uh, I think he will start. That's that that that's my feeling at this moment. Although I I do have the right to change in the next uh, couple of days into uh, the buildup of the match, but that but, would that would be his first start in like a month. Uh, do you, how do you how? But doesn't that do change about I, I that? Mean, I would feel fantastic. I I mean okay. you, you you got to this final without him. Uh, I would imagine that uh, the prospect of him starting. I I mean I I think that could potentially tip the balance. I mean I mean look at the the chance well. Uh, Dybala has wasted chances too, but I look at how many chances uh, Roma have wasted in recent weeks and I can't help but think to myself, okay, well, Paolo Dybala um, makes the most of at least a few of those. But anyway, I mean, when it comes, because for the back, for the defense, really no mystery. I, I think we're going to see the usual suspects. I do think Ibanez is going to start. So we have uh, Rui Patricio, Mancini, Smalling. I think it will be Ibanez. Now, the middle is obviously going to be where things might have to be altered. Um, the thing with Spinazzola, I don't know. I thought for sure uh, he was going to be fine to start. Now we're starting to see things that, nah, probably he, he comes off of the bench, which obviously changes things, eh? because then he moves Zalewski from right to left. Who do you put down the right? I think it's my man, uh, Cherik, obviously. Um, but let's, if we want to assume that Spinazzola does start, then th- that does help things. Spinazzola left, Zalewski on the right. In the middle, though, because I think Paolo Dybala will be there, so three, four, two, one formation. You go Cristante Matic, Yeah. You you would think, yeah. I mean, it it, it really has to come down to that. You, I think Mourinho will never not start Cristante and Matic in this moment. You know, right. it's just that's those two guys have been his guys for most of the most of the year. I mean, Cristante, we'll get to that once the season is done, but he uh, <laughs> arguably the, the player of the season for yeah, Roma. Yeah, we just have to buy terms... a shirt at this point. I mean... <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Incredible. To all the patrons. Um, it's, <laughs> it's... 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 It, you know, it's... it's uh, Cristante, Cristante is is definitely the probably one of the most improved players in, in this squad. 
and uh, and and clearly a key player for Mourinho. The fact that um, the fact that also the likes of uh, Gianluca Mancini, Lorenzo Pellegrini tomorrow will feature in the press conference uh, leading up to the final it says a lot. You know, these guys are are his men, so they're always there and. I think uh, in, in the end, it has to, the big question for me is, is Roger Ibanez or Llorente? That really is the question um, because we saw Roger Ibanez commit, commit some, some serious mistakes in recent Feast or weeks famine, and, as I've said. Yeah. Feast yeah. or famine. Yeah. You, you get, you and get it's one extreme or it's, the other. It's unfortunate because the the good extreme is unbelievable. Like when when he's on, he is on, and and in the Europa League, he's shown many times to be on. And and when he is on, he completely controls the opponent, uh, dominates physically, recovers unbelievable balls, and it's it's just when he's on. But at the same time, you have somebody like Diego Llorente who very quietly sort of like. You know, uh, steady, adapted, steady, very adapted to that Sergio Rivera role, where he, you know, on on loan, you know, probably nobody really thought that he could contribute much, uh, and also faced a, a, an injury that risked of ending his season early. Um, so he he has shown to be also reliable and also brings a different kind of experience. And perhaps uh, that's the kind of player that Mourinho wants in a in a European final. So I really don't know. That's the big question mark. The defense. The defense. How does it work? Also the attack. What do they have to offer to you right now? You know, who who can you how can you count on? Because the a final is a match where you have to have the guys on the pitch have to be the guys that you know are going to offer you the things you want from them. It's not the final. is not a match where you get to experiment. Usually it doesn't work out. Um, when it's when it's a final, it doesn't work out. If you play somebody out of position, if you, you know, it just doesn't work out. You rarely get those storylines of, oh, you know, he used to be a striker, but he played as a fullback in this match. And great, you know. you. So for me, that's the... Those are the question marks. The defense, the attack. The attacks just in terms of, well, Belotti, Abraham, like pick your poison almost, you know, or like who who's on his good day. I ultimately I think that in this in this type of game, he'll always go to to Abraham. Um, yeah. just because he is that that player. Um doesn't mean that Belotti doesn't rate Belotti because we saw Belotti also start in Europa League and important matches. So, but I think it, when it comes to a one-off game, Mourinho will always go to his guys and his guys. It's, it's Smalling, Gianluca Mancini, Cristante, Lorenzo Pellegrini, uh, uh, Matic, and uh, and Tammy Abraham uh, and Rui Patricio, obviously. Well, uh, I'm sure with more time he would have reached that level, but uh, it kind of seems that Belotti is sort of uh, getting close to that level of endearment, I suppose is the right word, that uh, Mourinho has for Cristante, where even when he's not scoring, I find it quite odd. You know, the the only apt, uh, not only, but uh, the most recent comparison I can find, the way uh, we hear... Uh, Tiago Pinto talks of him a lot. Jose Mourinho goes out of his way 
to talk about him uh, in, in what he brings beyond the goals uh, in terms of uh, uh, Andrea Balotti. It reminds me, remember uh, when Mandzukic was at Juve? I think he had one season where he scored a, a decent tally of goals. But then after that, everyone just talked about all of the hard work he did. Um, the, his... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he would consistently start under Allegri, but, yes. but rarely score. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it, it kind of seems they view him in that similar sort of light where, obviously, a striker, we, we would prefer if he scored goals. But... but Particularly, particularly when you have, you know, and a striker uh, who, mind you, has always scored goals in, yes, in, in Serie A. Yes, like the yes. fact that he's he and he's played a lot this season, a lot more, I think, than people initially thought he would. And the fact that a guy like Belotti, who even in the worst Torino teams was always able to score and go in double digits, uh, that's that's really that really blows your head off. Yeah, I, I mean, we have, uh, you want to talk about the uh, divisive figure. Our uh, Nobody is more uh, divisive than Belotti in, in the patron chat. I mean, some people, uh, it, it is all about the goals at Basta, and then others are willing to see some of the other things he does. I, I mean, for me, you have to look just for him. It is easy to say, oh, my gosh, what a flop. He only has how many goals in Serie A? Uh, Europa League, only a handful. Uh, but the way he is being used I, I, and what he is willing to do for the team, the, the sacrifice that he uh, is willing to, to put in to do whatever it takes, I, I think you just have to look beyond the goal scored. So it, it all depends on Paulo Dybala. Now, I would be curious. I, I would love to know what the mindset of Jose Mourinho on Paulo Dybala at this moment is. Because as you just said, it has been sometime since he started do you do you remember the last match he started in can you recall the last match but was it atalanta I mean, yes yes so and that's um, yeah that's one month that's one month that's in april yeah yes. end of april so if we just want to assume that paulo dibala is ready you start him right or no do you do you continue with the recipe that 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 worked against Bayer? You continue with that, or what would you do? Because I no, I think I think you send an important message when you start him. You know? Yes, I you send agree. an important message of we're putting in the strongest start. Like this is this is our marquee signing. This is the guy that all of Rome basically showed up to his welcoming and yes. gave him. You know, a, I mean, a welcome that few guys ever got in any club ever, and. <laughs> And uh, and and so this this guy is about to bring the heat. You know, this guy is. We want to win with this guy on the pitch. Um, we can do so without him, but we got him. Like he is our weapon, and we want him to be ready. I just you know, and I just don't want something to happen to him like the way Mikitarian had like went down last oh year in Spain. You know, you know where he's like he is. You're trying to the... will this into existence by even saying, <laughs> My... but I, I, I agree with you though. I, I mean, I, I think it's a no, because even Andy, if you take both sides, uh, all things considered, everybody is healthy. Who is the best player between these two teams? Is there, is anybody, does anybody come close to Paulo Dybala? Because I don't think No, so. Paulo Dybala, Paolo, and you know, obviously again, some people will have different opinions, but I think that more, more or less by 
technical skill in, in, in everything, just overall player that can make anything happen uh, at any time, it's Paolo Dybala. So you start him. Uh, you start him, if he is fine, alongside Pellegrini and Tammy Abraham. And that that is what you go exactly with. exactly yes so, yes so I, I I expect that's what I expect to see I, I expect to see Paulo Dybala starting uh, of course uh, feelings could change over the next forty eight hours maybe he feels uh, worse or better one day as opposed to the other uh, we will have to see there is uh, obviously still time but what what jumps out to you as far as Sevilla where uh, there there could be, I suppose, the, the the biggest trap, because I was going through some of the data uh, regarding Sevilla, and as you mentioned right at the top of the episode, you do have to take some of it with a, a pinch of salt, only because the the Sevilla of now is significantly different to this. I'm gonna do a, a Donny Brasco, a pinch or a punch. <laughs> I mean, it, it is. I'm sorry, is, that was a reference no. to Al Pacino cooking Cocovan and just yes. putting a punch of salt <laughs> punch instead of a pinch. If you look at uh, the results, their performances uh, in the recent months, as opposed to the Sevilla of January, February, before the World Cup, it is a completely different team. Completely different. There's, there's no argument against that. So when you look at some of their overall numbers. For instance, the thing that most jumped out to me is uh, their clean sheet percentage. Uh, overall, uh, I believe this this might have been only league play. I will have to double check. But it uh, their clean sheet percentage was 24%, as opposed to Roma, which was 38%. Um, a significant, significant, significant gap in my opinion um i think that is the obviously the the team that scores and the other team that doesn't i think that's where it is going to come down to yeah obviously um this in my opinion this is where the season-long struggles of roma where we have seen them waste chance after chance after chance after chance after chance to find the back of the net if there was ever ever a, a a singular a singular game a singular stretch of 90 minutes where you have to dispel those goal scoring demons that have haunted you for the entire season it, it has to be this one because we talk about looking at things with a pinch of salt. And when I when I look at this Roma, the goals scored versus the XG. And again, I, I sound so much a broken record every time I bring up the XG. But it it is al- not alarming, but but it is just shocking. You look at how many opportunities they have wasted, wasted. And you when you have a, you know, Buyer, you advance one to zero on aggregate. The final of last year, one to zero. Uh, these these margins are very very thin, as they always are in a final. But my goodness, just think if you can make the most of your chances. Um, it, it it is a completely different Roma. I'm not even talking about making the most of all of your chances. I am talking about making the most of uh, one or two more 
per match. Uh, I, I mean, the difference that we would and, be able and to that's see. Why, and that's why it's important to, for if Dybala were to start, because you are sending a message of we're going to put the foot on our, the accelerator and we're going to go all the way in the beginning, uh, hope, hoping to grab an early lead. And then we're going to do what we can do and what we know how to do in these types of games. Like That's the message that you send with a guy like Paulo Dybala. You you go in and you're you're saying we want to make things happen. We're not gonna be uh, you know covering our asses and hoping for a miracle. We're actually gonna go out there, make things happen, and then we're gonna play the way we know how to play that allows us to win. Uh, that's that's really what I want to see. That's what I refer to when I say I'm I'm hoping that it happens again, like the again like what happened against Feyenoord. That's the way you want this to unfold for Roma. Um, so for me, that's the difference maker. And whether the, you, you start Paulo Dybala or you get him off the bench, it's two types of different messages. You know, if you get him off the bench, it also sends a good message. I mean, you say basically, you're like, okay, hold on there. And then once, you know, once the opponent is tired, like... Uh, like against Feyenoord, you know, we saw that. Um, once the opponent's tired, Paulo Dybala, the difference maker, is going to come in and and that's when we're going to hit you, um, when you when you least expect it. And that's also a good strategy, but in my opinion, in this type of game, you, you have to go in with a bang and then try and see the game through. Okay, so what are you feeling then? Let's Let's wrap this up here with just entering this match. I don't want to do predictions. Uh, we haven't done really predictions. We, we, you we have, and I have no, stopped have, doing predictions. No. Uh, We've stopped doing predictions and ratings. No, man, much longer, yeah. much longer. Remember, we used to do ratings. Robin Olsen is yeah. it six yeah, right. or six point five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. And then right. the moment when the thing started to go south, the ratings were just the worst. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, um, right. right. Bob and Olsen, let's give him a five. Yeah, yeah no. Thank yeah. You. What, what can we? You know, what can we? What, what is the feeling? The feeling is, I wish to go into a sub. Marine and re-emerge in a week's time because <laughs> yeah. because that's when you know I right, want to right, go into right. a submarine, be cut off from the rest of the world, and just re-emerge after not only either the the, the heartbreak or the celebrations have ceased, just where you can put some distance between it because this is you know, the anticipation is awful. The thought of uh, any negative outcome is even worse um whereas the thought of any anything similar to what we experienced last year is unbelievable so i just i would i would love and that's unfortunate that we can't do it nowadays unless you live in antarctica that to to just disappear you know for a while disappear cut yourself off from the social media from everything not know about anything that happened and um and pray and pray that it goes well um i think honestly you know finals are always 50-50 in my opinion yes um but this one more so i think this one is just even more so like it's it's the definition of a 50-50 game I completely agree 100% in my opinion it is 50-50 as I said, it is a final. The margins uh, so incredibly thin, in my opinion, no matter how much 
you see or view the golf in quality, it, it shrinks when it's a game of this magnitude. I, I think that there has to be something there uh, about Jose Mourinho, the way uh, he has succeeded in European finals. The, the, we don't need to talk about that. However, a, a friend in uh, in the uh, in the AS Roma uh, in the media group with the club, uh, somebody did joke and say, you know, if there was ever a, a, a club that would be able to 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 scupper or ruin uh, his uh, perfect record in European finals, it is AS Roma, and part of me wanted to laugh in that. Another part of me wanted to cry at that, but I, I feel as if the the one of the biggest things that Jose Mourinho has done while being here is do his best to, I guess, dispel that sort of woe is me, uh, uh, bridesmaid sort of attitude that not only uh, the club has, but also the supporters. So... Again, I'm not going to do a prediction, but but I can say that with Jose Mourinho as your manager, you know, if you had the pick of, of the litter, yeah, of uh, managers for one single match, you have 90 minutes, you need one guy to orchestrate the team for you. Are you picking a different conductor other than Jose Mourinho? Because, I, I mean, you are hard, I'm hard-pressed to think of... Uh, you know, in recent history, anybody that I would be willing to to uh, put all of my chips on, so to speak. I mean, it's this guy. You have the manager, the 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 preeminent. Yeah, man you're going up won. against. Yeah, you are going up against the team that has won all of its Europa League final appearances uh, with the manager that has won all all his final appearances. So it's it's uh you know it's. It's once again. It's fifty-fifty. It's yes. it's it's really it's just that simple. It's so it's so it's it's going to be. We sound um, like such wimps and cowards to say that, but but I mean at this no. But what it else is, can you say? Is. You know, no, it's because a final. it is because also it's a final. You're not talking about Real Madrid. You're not talking about Re Liverpool. You're talking about Roma and and Sevilla. Uh, one is a team that has struggled to to qualify for Champions League football for the past few years and continues to do so uh, in the league. The other one avoided relegation this year, so. You can't really say, oh, this one is a clear favorite. Both teams are more or less in the same situations. Both teams go into it with a pretty similar attitude. So it's really going to come down to who wants it more and who makes the least uh, amount of mistakes. Oh, let's leave it there. I I hope everybody uh, did not unclench their backsides from buyer. Because this is going to be, and even even as a Estroma supporter, we all have been through uh, moments that, again, our, our, our uh, physicians would advise against uh, viewing as a way to, to uh, curb some of the uh, heart arrhythmias that have been self-induced by watching this club. This is going to be very stressful. This is going to be... Very, very difficult uh, to get through without feeling as if you are having a stroke. 
all I know is that again, Roma, they they have done incredible things under Jose Mourinho. What he has done to this club, to this team, uh, the transformation, in my opinion, has been incredible. And as I said, I would not, and I assume this is probably the case for many, if not most of you, if you had your choice of manager to orchestrate the team coming into this game, you wouldn't choose anybody else. And he is our manager. He's the manager leading the team that you support. The guy that is perfect in European finals. He is the one leading you into a European final. I like my odds with that. And again, I'm sure many, if not most of you, feel that way too. So we will leave it there. We will be back after. God after help us. The final, yes. God help us. Okay. Uh, relax up until kickoff, please. And whatever you have to do, <laughs> wine, uh, uh, jacuzzi, whatever your go-to substances that that I, I'm, you know, far be it from me to name them. Whatever you choose, whatever you use as a way to cope, do that in the buildup, and then we will all, one way or the other, we will be back after the match. But still, uh, the one thing I, I guess I just want to repeat is, you know, it, it's matches like this, Andy, why we do this, why we are willing to sit through 90 minutes of, a, a, you know, an away match to Sassuolo in November when it's raining, uh, where Roma, they lose 1-0 or something. Um, we put up a, and deal with so many of these crap moments Games like this are so, so rare. I mean, nobody has to tell us how rare they are. I know whatever happens one way or the other, the emotions following the game are are, are going to be heightened to the extreme one way or the other. But, but, but as much as we can uh, take the time to kind of take it all in and enjoy it, I guess that is the only thing I want to leave everybody with uh try to sound like some wise uh, wise sage or something like that but as much as as much of it seems everything is riding on this game in the midweek we are not here very often we are not here in this position very often uh and i think perspective sometimes is a good thing to have um particularly uh in the buildup and after Whatever happens, uh, just know we will be here. We will be back. Uh, we want to thank all of you throughout the season for listening to us. We're not going anywhere, so I don't know why I'm talking like this as if we're uh, uh, we're going on some break or, or something is happening. Also, the season is not over. You still have to play against Betsy. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> Betsy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, yeah, yeah. Get, grab, I think, get yeah, your tickets I think... now. Get your tickets now for that one. <laughs> But I uh, think we 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 all I think we we said it last year with with the conference league final. It's enjoy the moment. This is Roma. This stuff doesn't happen just like that. Like it happens for likes of Real Madrid. Uh, make it you know make it last in your mind and your memory one way or another because uh, because it doesn't happen very often. That's it. Perfect way to end it. Okay, everyone. Fingers crossed. We will chat. Uh, later in the week after the game. Until then, ciao. Ciao.